keeping yourself motivated takes work. If you don't work out your body, you get fat. If you don't work on your motivation, you become unmotivated. Welcome to the Motivational Voice Podcast, your source for inspiration and motivation to achieve your goals, empowering you one word at a time. Umar Jang is an author and a blogger, and he will get you motivated to do whatever you need to do. This is Motivational Voice Podcast, and this is Umar Jang. This is session number 13, and today we are talking about how to create positive habits. I am very excited about this episode because if you have been struggling with a bad habit, this is the episode for you. I know I say that quite often, but uh, this is truly a very useful episode. This is something that many people struggle with, and I believe this episode will be very, very useful to, to many of you. Bad habits really prevent us from focusing on the important goals and habits that truly move us forward towards becoming more productive in reaching our goals. Life can be compared to a game of chess. If your mind is clear and you are focused on the things that help you move forward and grow personally as well as professionally, you can do amazing things and you can do them very quickly and very efficiently. You can plan 5, 10, 20 steps ahead when you have a clear mind. And the best part is that you can make the right decisions at the right times because, again, there's nothing taking root in your mind and interfering with your clarity. But if you are struggling with bad habits day in and day out, it is much more difficult for you to see more than one step ahead. In a manner of speaking, bad habits get us to focus on the wrong things, like trying to stop doing them in the first place. If you pay attention to the most successful and happy people in life, they tend to ritualistically stick to a handful of positive habits to help them anchor themselves spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, and physically. They do it through observation, prayer or meditation, physical activity, and travel, among other things. In fact, travel is one of those activities that can quickly open your mind and reshape your intellectual and cultural limitations as well as your take on life. In fact, travel is one of those activities that can quickly open your mind and reshape your intellectual and cultural limitations to how you perceive the world. In fact, in our next episode, I will be talking to a remarkable couple that will be sharing their experiences, their life experiences, and things that they learned from traveling. So make sure you watch out for that episode, which will be coming out next week. And now on to today's topic. There is a fallacy out there that people who have a bad habit lack motivation. They are perceived as lazy and that they are not trying hard enough to change their bad habits. If you are one of those people on the receiving end of this misconception, it feels like you are swimming against a raging current in a river of shame that doubles as social stigma. And your self-esteem really takes a beating every time someone gives you a look when you break out a cigarette, bite your nails, or get too much to drink at a family function. So I'm going to shed some light on why it is so difficult to break out of a bad habit 
but also give you some tips that will hopefully be the final push you needed to break out of the vicious circle of bad habits. So let's talk a little bit about what a habit is. A habit is, according to the dictionary, an acquired behavior pattern regularly followed until it has become almost involuntary. So behavior pattern regularly followed until it has become almost involuntary. Is that bad? No, not necessarily. If you shower daily, that is a habit and a positive one at that. If you take a walk every day or make an effort to be kind to a perfect stranger, those are good habits. On the flip side, when you sit at your desk every day for six hours a day straight or reach for the tub of ice cream whenever you are sad or feeling uh, emotional in some respect, that's a bad habit. But sometimes there is one or two bad habits we just can't seem to shake. We can't seem to stop ourselves from doing. So why is that? Why is it so hard to stop doing certain bad habits that we know are not good for us? Let me use a concrete example that will help you understand why. You are at a dinner party and a friend challenges you to stack 10 cups in a pyramid shape and unstack them into a pile, one cup inside the other. You will get $100, no questions asked if you can do it. But there is a catch. You have to do it in 10 seconds or less. And you have one try. Now, I don't have a crystal ball, but I can tell you without hesitation that you will not be able to do it in one try. But what if you had more tries, like five tries? Now, your odds would go up drastically. In, in fact, I am certain that most people will be able to do it in 10 tries. Is this a case of practice makes perfect or is this something else? When you repeatedly stack those cups, your brain is going to find the quickest way to send signals to your hands so that you can do it faster each time you do it. And as your brain does that, it makes those connections more permanent. So every time you do it, your brain goes a little faster. Habits work the same way but over a longer period of time. So some of the worst habits that we have are generally built from, in some cases, even when we were a kid, and we, we grew into those habits as we got older and never really stopped doing those habits in the first place. So that's why they become stronger. The longer you do a habit, a bad habit, the more difficult it is to break them. If your loved one talks about getting married and you sabotage your relationship for whatever reason, whether it's a fear of commitment, a fear of missing out on the dating pool, or missing out on missing the quote-unquote perfect person, guess what? Next time someone else brings up marriage, what will you do without even trying? And the relationship. The point I'm trying to reinforce here is that by not making any effort to change your bad habits, no matter how long you've had the habit, you are making it much harder to end that habit. The good news is it's never too late to pick up a positive habit, but the sooner you start, the better. This is why motivation alone is not enough to break a bad habit. It does help to be motivated, but it's not the only factor that you would have to consider if you would like to stop a bad habit or if you'd like to actually start picking up some positive habits. So what does it take to break a bad habit and replace it with a positive one? To create a positive habit, you need to follow three steps, which I will cover coming up next.
scientists used to think that it took about three weeks to create a new habit. But recent research shows that it takes 66 days on average to create a positive habit. 66 days on average. So that means that it could take you a bit longer or a, a bit sooner to actually create a positive habit. Now, I wouldn't do this episode justice if I don't mention that there is a variety of products and tools on the market today to help people create new habits. The reason I bring this up is that some people just need to be told what they need to do to create a positive habit and they will take the action and do it without any help. On the flip side, there are people who need a tool or some kind of device to be successful in achieving a transformation. For those of you who need a tool, you do have some options. You can get a phone app or a wristband, and those are some of the most popular ways that people are trying to create positive habits. Some of the popular apps that are being used currently are Habit Bull, which is for Android and iOS, Golify, also for Android and iOS, Habit Hub, which is for Android phones. For the wrist straps, you can use Habit Strap. Habit Strap is a temporary strap that you can wear on your wrist for 66 days, the length of time it takes to break or create a habit. Every day that you manage to do a positive habit that you are trying to build, you get a tally mark on the strap. After you get 66 tally marks, you remove the strap and if done right, you should have a positive habit. If you're looking for something a little more hands-off, you can go for an electronic wristband. This is a wristband that looks more like a watch. It vibrates or sends you alerts to make you aware of the negative behavior so that you can stop. For instance, if you're pulling your hair, the device will vibrate and remind you to stop doing it. Now, there are electronic wrist straps that will actually discharge a small electric shock if you do the bad habit, but in my opinion, that's far too unusual to say the least. You shouldn't have to shock yourself to stop a bad habit. Now, while that may work for some people, it could stress you out. Now, personally, I don't think that you should have to trade one positive habit for something stressful because we have enough stress in our lives as it is right now. Now, let's talk about the three steps you can use to create a positive habit without having to use an app or a wristband. The first step in creating a positive habit is to identify your bad habit triggers. By bad habit triggers, I mean the things, places, situations, or people that can cause you to do the bad habit in the first place. In other words, what is causing you to give in to the bad habit? Is it because you are in a place that just makes you want to do it? Or is it because you are around someone or... Is it because you are bored, you are sad, you are nervous, you are scared, you are depressed? What is it that is causing you to want to do that habit? Now this does require you to think honestly on the actions that you take and what leads up to those actions. Now let's say for instance that I don't smoke in my daily life. But every Friday night when I'm hanging out with my friends at the bowling alley, a couple of them are smoking and now it makes me want to smoke because I don't want to feel like I am killing the mood or ruining their fun. So that situation is really my trigger. My friends are smoking, maybe I should smoke too. Another example of a trigger could be that every time you go to an event where they have an open bar with free liquor, you get drunk. 
this is a situational trigger, but there are many more triggers and some of the most common ones are emotional triggers, which means that you're feeling sad, you're feeling bored, you're feeling that you failed at something and so on and so forth. So you really need to put some thought into what it is in your life that's causing you to want to do that bad habit. And once you've done that, you can, and once you've done that, you need to keep that trigger in mind front and center so that you start paying attention to it. The second step to creating a positive habit is to make very small changes to your routine over time. And this is very important. You will not, I repeat, you will not be able to change a habit if you go from zero to one overnight. It will not work because habits can be really difficult to break. Again, as I said before, it can take an average of 66 days, and this is backed by science, to break a habit. So you need to be patient with yourself. You need to take your time and not rush into the positive habit, no matter how badly you want it. If you make it too difficult on yourself, your old habit, your old bad habits will take over again. Let me illustrate. Let's say for a second that you tend to bite your nails. You bite all your nails on all of your fingers. But you're trying to stop biting your nails because your nails look terrible, let's face it. Instead of deciding that you are not going to bite your nails anymore and just stop cold turkey, which is the equivalent of going from 0 to 100, maybe you should say, I am not going to bite the nails on my left hand today. So that still gives you an opening to bite the nails on your right hand. There's a scientist and researcher by the name of Dr. Fogg who says that if you want to be able to do 50 push-ups a day, start by doing just one push-up. Now, I know this is not something new or something revolutionary that he created. This is very similar to a well-known proverb that says that the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. So you just have to do one step at a time. But coming back to Dr. Fogg's example, on day one, you do one push-up. Done. You did it. You don't have to do it anymore. Day one, one push-up. Done. On day two, you do two push-ups. On day three, guess what? You do three push-ups. And every time you do one push-up, you're done. Don't make it difficult. Don't make it complicated. One small baby step at a time. Because it's so easy, you are having these small wins every single day, which makes you feel good, which makes your brain feel good, which makes you want to do it again and again and again, which creates the positive habit. Dr. Fogg calls these small steps tiny habits. And in the show notes, I will link to the video that Dr. Fogg gave at a TED Talk talking about this very same concept. I highly recommend that you watch the video. It will give you an idea of how the process works and what to expect. Basically, the idea is this. If the challenge to creating the positive habit is so small that it's laughable, your success rate goes way up. And that's really what you want. You want to be able to easily tackle these habits and have some quick wins so that you can encourage yourself to continue doing them. All right, let's move on to the third and final step to creating a positive habit. The third step is a reminder. By reminder, I don't mean you need to set an alert or an alarm to remind you to to do the habit. What I mean by that is the reminder should be something natural. In other words, you don't want to have to remember to do the positive habit. You want to be able to do it naturally and instinctively as part of your daily routine. 
Now, how do you do that? What you want to do is tie the new habit that you're trying to build to something existing, to an existing routine that you already do every day. Take the positive habit you are trying to create and connect it to a habit that you already do on a consistent basis. In my case, I do a quick five-minute exercise before I go to bed. I do some push-ups, uh, some crunches, and some scissor kicks before I go to bed. Part of my routine before I go to bed is that I change my clothes. I change into something more comfortable. So every night, as soon as I change into something more comfortable, some more comfortable clothes, it means that it's time to do some push-ups. So I tie those two together so that I don't have to remember to do the five-minute exercise. I just have to follow my regular routine of changing into something more comfortable and that will immediately trigger a reminder in my mind to do my regular five-minute exercise. Now, don't get alarmed if you miss a day or two because at the beginning, you will actually probably potentially miss a day or two here and there. But that's okay as long as you get back into it and then keep going. Because again, it takes time for you to create a new habit. But the point is that you need to find a habit to which you connect the positive habit you are trying to create and start very small like we talked about earlier. So let's do a quick recap of what we talked about. So to create a positive habit, you need to do three things. Step number one is to figure out what your triggers are. What triggers your bad habits? Step number two is to take very small steps. So make very small changes that will allow you to have some very quick wins. And the final step is, of course, to remind yourself of the habits by tying those habits to a routine that you already do, a routine that you already have down in your daily life. These three tips I shared can be very effective, especially with a little motivation added to the mix. Now, I know I've said this in the past and I'll say it again. The fact that you are listening to the podcast shows me that you are trying to improve your life. You are trying to better yourself. And that's all you can ask for. Keep trying to improve yourself, your life, and don't give up. We all struggle with our own bad habits, but every small step we take makes us better people. It makes you a better person. So I encourage you to take on the challenge of creating a positive habit in your life. By the way, you guys can leave me a voicemail message through my website. You don't even need a phone to do that. So if you have any questions you might want to ask me or a topic you would like me to cover, head on over to omarjeng.com. You will see a ribbon on the left-hand side on that first page of the website, and it says, leave me a voicemail, and you can ask me a question right there. Finally, I will ask you one small favor. If you like what you heard here today, Take a minute to subscribe to the podcast, but most importantly, share the podcast if you know someone who you think could benefit from it. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. And as always, please stay safe and motivated. Thank you for listening to the Motivational Voice Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate it on iTunes. Get show notes and the latest blog posts at omarjang.com.